Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. On today's episode, I am flying solo. We are going to do a podcast about my gear for the 2022 archery hunting season. So uh, to start, we'll cover my bow and then we'll go into my camo and some of the other products that I'm going to be using this year. Uh, so right now I am shooting the Elite Option 7. Uh, the bow is a couple years old. I shoot a 28 inch draw, 65 pounds, uh, and a 535 grain arrow. That's with a 125 grain broadhead. Um, this year I'm doing something I've never ever done before and I'm going to be shooting the sever broadhead. I've never shot expandables. I don't really, I've never really been a huge fan of them, but this year I'm going to give them a go. The sever seemed like a good option. They got a lot of good things going for them and I'm excited to see what the severs do, uh, this year on an animal. In the past, I have experimented with expandable broadheads in practice situations but i've never used them in a hunting situation so that's kind of my thoughts as far as broadhead options as far as arrow weight goes 535 grains like i mentioned earlier i like to kind of hang around that 500 to 550 range that just seems to be where i shoot the best i know my arrow drop with that. I've been shooting this bow, the option seven for a few years now. I do plan on moving to a prime next year or part of this year. It kind of just depends on how the dice rolls. Um, but the option seven has been a great bow. I just know how those 500 to 550 grain arrows fly for me. Now, uh, there's nothing wrong with shooting any lighter than that or any heavier than that. The main reason I choose that 525 to 535 grain range is just because that's where I'm the most comfortable with it. And that's where I've had the best performance across multiple different game species. So that's where I kind of just try to hang out now. Uh, I used to shoot that 620 grain setup and then I've shot the 450 grain setups and you just got to figure out what works best for you and uh, kind of how you like to roll with that. As far as my bow, I'm very, very, very particular about what bows I think are the best on the market. And it has to do with a few features. Brace height, axle to axle, and how they hold. So right now on the market, I think the CT5 and the inline five are probably the best holding bows on the market. Um, they just hold so good at full draw with their limb stops and where the grip is on those primes they just hold so well i love the primes uh hence why i'm thinking about getting one next year so if you're looking for a new bow definitely check out the prime right now i'm shooting the elite option seven i love my elite it's got a seven inch brace height 32 inch axle to axle it shoots like a dream it just doesn't hold as good as the prime does i shoot both very very well but I just definitely think that the prime holds just a little bit better. Um, as far as releases go, at the time of recording this, I am currently shooting a knock to it that I am borrowing from a buddy. I was shooting the B3 Archery Rook, uh, Rook Index Finger release. 
I've shot that for a few years now. It's been a great release, but it recently failed on me and will no longer hold the D loop in its jaw. So I just, I can't deal with that. I can't shoot it. So I'm borrowing that knock to it until I figure out what release I'm going to buy. If I'm going to go back to a back tension, if I'm going to go back to a thumb button, or if I'm going to stick with an index finger, like I've been shooting for the last six to eight months or so. So right now that's what I'm shooting. I'm shooting a knock to it. Uh, I've been feeling really, really good about it. I had to change my peep position uh, on all the bows that I've been shooting this year uh, to kind of adjust for a different anchor that I'm getting with the knock to it. However, paper tears are still good. Um, we're going great on that. One other thing I did run into as far as a tuning issue with my bow this year was nocturnals versus stock knocks the nocturnals just weren't fitting exactly how i wanted so i ended up reserving and i got a little bit better flight but i definitely think i'm going to go away from the nocturnals this year and go back to a standard knock um unless i'm really really having a hard time seeing them in my practice sessions then i'll really try pretty hard to get those nocturnals to work uh well with my broadheads but i was just getting a little bit too random of flight with my broadheads and the nocturnals. Um, I prefer to shoot the nocturnals because I'm not very good at seeing where stuff hits, but if you hit them in the right spot, you'll know. So um, that's kind of where I'm at with the nocturnals versus stock knock kind of situation right now. Uh, it's still a work in progress. As far as fletchings, I'm using the AAE Max Stealth. I've been using that fletching for like three, four years now. Absolutely love it. I don't plan on changing it. And I'm shooting the Black Eagle Rampage arrows. Um, as far as my clothing for the year, I'm running all Kuyu. I've been running Kuyu for the last however many years. My pants selection is pretty diverse. I have everything from, I have a, the Tiburon pants for that warm weather hunts with the hip vents. I have the Katanas for kind of bush brush, uh, bush busting here in the midwest on public land and then i have my attack pants which is just kind of an all-season pant uh that you know if it gets a little bit brisk on those early or later september days uh early october days if it gets a little bit brisk then i'll, I'll pull the attacks out and they'll be a great option as far as undergarments i'm running merino wool underwear and socks along with i have a merino 300 gram base layer from first light and i have a synthetic uh lighter weight base layer uh bottoms from black ovis i believe i believe it's black ovis so that's kind of my bottom situation as far as my bottoms uh, i'm running the under armor bozeman 2.0 boots and itasca insulated boots for tree stand hunting in minnesota as far as my upper layer goes, I have the Merino 120 long sleeve from Kuyu. And then I have the matching synthetic long sleeve in the same weight or the comparable weight. Um, I always prefer to do long sleeves over the short sleeves just because I like to keep my arms covered while going through brush and gives you a little bit more camouflage, protects me from the sun if I'm in a hot area and you can regulate your temperature a little bit better when you do start to layer. Um, 
I feel like I can regulate my temperature a little bit better with a long sleeve because I can take a sweatshirt off and I can have a long sleeve. And then if I start to get a little bit warm, but not warm enough to need a merino hoodie or another synthetic layer hoodie from Kuyu, I can just roll my sleeves up and then I'm, I'm cooled off just enough and open my hip vents and I'm good to go for uh, that duration of time. As far as my hoodies go, I have their medium weight hoodie. I don't have their super heavy one. I, I believe it's the, no, I do have their heavy one. I have the 240 um, synthetic hoodie. And then for my jackets, I'm running the Axis Hybrid and the Guide DCS jacket as an exterior shell. Now, sometimes when we get into the, the super cold parts of the season, I will, in between my merino hoodie layer or my synthetic hoodie layer from kuyu and my outer shell jacket i will put on a regular sweatshirt just like a standard everyday sweatshirt i'll put one of those on and kind of rock that um going into those colder months like early november around here the last few years has been pretty cold so uh i would i would wear that and on my bottoms i would do merino next to skin and then I would wear a standard pair of sweatpants and then I would put my hunting pants over that. And that really helped uh, keep my heat in for those still hunting situations. If I was moving around, it wouldn't have been such a big issue. But still hunting, I definitely found it to be very beneficial to wear a pair of sweatpants and to wear a normal hoodie underneath my outer layers. Now, as far as uh, headgear goes, I typically wear a neck gaiter. Uh, going into the colder months, I never wear it in the summer. I just get way too hot. And then I have, I typically wear a ball cap until about November when I break out my winter beanies. Uh, my beanies are nothing special. They're just uh, a wool uh, beanie is, is basically all I wear. So that is kind of my rundown of what I'm using for my bow and my camouflage. As far as my optics, I'm running the Vortex Diamondback HD 10x42s. I also have a Vortex Diamondback 15 to 20 by 85 spotting scope for when I go mule deer hunting. And then I run uh, the Vortex tripod along with it. So that's kind of my setup as far as optics go. Now, when I go into outer shell stuff, packs, bino harnesses, rangefinder, so on and so forth. My setup is fairly simple. I like to keep things really, really, really simple. So for the bino harness, I'm running the Kuyu Pro bino harness in size large. It'll fit up to, I believe, 15 by 50s uh, for binoculars. The biggest I've ever put in them is 12 by 50s, uh, but I, I'm pretty positive that the 15s would fit pretty well in there. And then on my right hand side of the bino harness, I have the Kuyu rangefinder pouch with my rangefinder in it. I have an angle compensating 600 yard rangefinder. It's a very, very inexpensive rangefinder. I'm pretty tough on my rangefinders. I kind of beat the crap out of them. So I never go super expensive with my rangefinders. Um, Mine is the Halo 600XL, I believe. Um, my only gripe with that rangefinder is that it's a great rangefinder unless there's a lot of shadows and the target is dark. It can be kind of hard to pick up a range on it 
in that situation. And I wish that the little dot that you're using to actually range was just a little bit smaller for that long distance ranging. I feel like I have to range things multiple times at distance just to double check. Um, now with my pack, I'm running the Alps Outdoors Commander X. It is a great pack. It's got a meat shelf on it. It's got a big bag. And typically for when I go out west, uh, I'm usually doing day hunts. But if I am doing a longer hunt, that pack will su supply me up to about seven days worth of stuff. Um, so that's kind of what I'm running this year. As far as uh, one thing I did forget to mention is my sight and my rest on my bow. I am running the HHA Kingpin with a Tetra sight housing, the three pin Tetra. And I am running the Limb Driver Pro V. I love both of those setups. Um, I'm probably going to move away from the HHA next year. Uh, I just think that the black gold and the spot hog sight is a little bit more productive and and quicker to use in the field than the HHA is. That's just personal opinion. Uh, this is my second HHA I've had. This one I definitely like better than the single pin that I had. However, they both have the every site has their ups and downs. So I just think I like the black gold and the and the spot hogs a little bit better in that aspect. So this is a short, quick little podcast, but I wanted to go over my gear for the 2022 season. If you guys got any questions, Feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. I'm Bergy Bowsmithing on Facebook or on my Instagram, which I will link down below. With that being said, we will see you guys on the next podcast. We got a banger next week. It's Zach Mall. You guys are going to love it. We'll see you guys on the next podcast.